Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry, a podcast where we dive into how we can navigate through the complexities of ministry as a whole, and specifically preteen ministry. Today, we are talking about practically partnering with parents, um, not like practically, like not quite, but almost. Um, but practically, like, how can we practically do it? So today we're talking about practically partnering with parents. If you've been following along, besides our interruption with uh, our Megacom Live episode, we have been talking about partnering with parents, what it looks like, and some of the pitfalls and downfalls that we can think or do when we're partnering with parents. And so today, we're wrapping up the series and we're talking about uh, some of the practical very real life things that you can write down on a note card and carry out. Now, I've done a similar series. Some of these things may overlap and some of these things may not. Uh, but partnering with parents is extremely, extremely crucial when it comes to ministry. And so um, that's why I'm going through this again. That's why I'm diving in. I've learned more. I've grown more. And talking about it more will uh, hopefully help you guys as well. If you don't know, I am not a seasoned veteran of ministry. I'm someone who's making a podcast of the lessons I'm learning and the things I'm learning throughout ministry and you guys are walking along that with me so thank you so much for listening guys i hope you guys are having a great day and also if this is your first time before we start into anything we give our shout out of the day these are not sponsors anybody particular these are resources and tools that i know are super amazing and i want to push you guys towards as well um right now it's megacon to go um megacon to go is basically all the main sessions of breakout sessions of megacon uh, on a digital form, uh, there were like 200 breakouts at Megacon. If you don't know what Megacon is, it's one of the largest kid ministry conferences um, in the U.S., and so um, there's a ton of great content there that I really strongly encourage you guys to um, go check out um, and purchase. I'm going to have the link for you guys below. Um, and my story revolves around parents because we're talking about parents, and so um, this Sunday, I create flyers usually for our announcements and what's coming up. Um, and this time, I put one announcement on one side and the other side. I put a QR code for a parent survey, okay? We're going to get to that. That's going to be our first point. We're going to kind of dive into that. But I handed out a parent survey, and I had someone hand it out and tell them, hey, go fill out this parent survey, right, and be very intentional. And the response was really good. A lot of parents seemed interested. A lot of parents dove into it, and I'm excited to see kind of what they say um, about the ministry. So... Don't be afraid to ask straight up. So today, guys, I have 10 things for you, 10 practical things you can do to partner with your parents, okay? So the first thing, along with that story, guys, is to ask your parents what they need. So I put out the survey, um, and I'm just calling it my 2021 parent survey. Um, as we approach the end of the year, I want to look forward to next year. And if you listen to my nugget, uh, I'm forward thinking right now and trying to look into the next year. And so I wanted to know what we were doing well and what we could work on. And so I gave them uh, a scale. So the way I did it was I gave them a sliding scale of, you know, how good is this in the ministry 1 to 10, right? And I asked them to rate it. And then after each one, I said, how can we improve in this area? So I get, I'm get i able to really see uh, where I'm falling short and some of the ideas that these parents are going to have. And hopefully it's it's relevant and correlating data that goes well together. But, you know, it's just a survey for parents. And who knows <clears throat> what it'll turn out to be. But ask your parents what they need. Maybe it doesn't have to be a fancy survey. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be anything like that. But uh, maybe have a conversation. Maybe have parent meetings. Whatever your ministry looks like, ask your parents what they need. The reality is, guys, for me, I have... 
um, several hundred kids in my ministry, not all at once, but um, that come on a monthly basis. And so uh, being able to contact with all these parents isn't something that's possible for me alone as an individual. So that's why these surveys and things like that are what I'm using. But your ministry context may be different. So apply it to your ministry context. If you have a smaller context, maybe you can meet with parents. Maybe you can have a a forum or a community gathering or something along those lines um, and get in contact with parents. So I'd encourage you guys to do whatever works within your ministry context, okay? Number two, guys, is identify the parents you know are committed and pursue after them, okay? Parents are some of the greatest volunteers and some of your greatest resources. And so have a group of parents that you know are committed, are dedicated, the parents that are there every week, every holiday, every event, right? The parents that are truly bought into the view of your preteen or kids ministry and, and pursue them, right? Talk with them, have conversations with them, ask them how you can improve, right? You, you can have this, this overarching um, feedback from all your parents, but also have a very specific, intentional, and um, continuous feedback from your dedicated parents is also super important. And so I want to encourage you guys to go uh, find those parents that are committed, pursue after them, have conversations with them, see if you can recruit them onto your team, even if it's a parent supervisor, um, that would be amazing, guys. That would be a dream. Like, if I could do that, perfect, right? To have somebody who is specifically there pouring into parents, like, whatever you can envision, do it with those parents. Find those parents that are committed and pursue after them because they are a great resource and they will truly help you partner with other parents. And partnering with those parents as well is a huge, huge win, okay? So, first, ask parents what they need. Two is identify the parents you know are committed and pursue after them. Number three, guys, think through your communications, okay? So what does this look like for you? When we're partnering with parents, and that's something that I talked about, one of the pillars is communicate often and communicate well um, with your parents, is think about your communications, okay? What are your communications doing for your parents? Are they just a lengthy email every week, or is there stuff that they um, get excited about, right? How can you create anticipation for each one of your emails or each one of your texts or each one of your flyers, okay? So this one is something that I'm really working on right now and I'm kind of struggling with um, is how I can create something that is uh, desirable or something that is helpful, right? And the reality is we're not going to be able to create a perfect resource for every parent that, you know, they're all flocking to get, but we can create a resource that is more helpful and more uh, beneficial for parents through our communication, and so I encourage you guys to workshop that. And maybe you have a great communication and you don't really need to, but uh, for some of us, I really think um, thinking through your communication and how they're um, functioning is important, right? So one of my things uh, is a weekly parent chat that I'm put, posting like a two to three minute video on my Facebook page um, for my 456 Preteen Ministry. And I'm just putting a two minute recap and it's basically just what's going on that week um, and what... Uh, events are coming up, right? It's a quick little snippet. And so my goal is on Facebook that a parent's rolling through and they can get some information and they can, uh, I usually tell them something to discuss with their students. And so they get info about the week, they get a discussion thing with their students and they get some of the upcoming events, okay? And so it's literally just a weekly little two to three minute recap. And 
Um, I try and do a little bit more uh, with some video editing and some things to just add in some music because I don't want it to just be a cut and paste video of me um, just here's this uploaded video. I want some intentionality and a little bit of effort put into it so that parents aren't just, you know, they're not just getting the bare minimum from me. I want to put in a little more effort and I want to put in a little more production quality so that it's one, nicer on them, but two, um, worth their return, okay? So um, whatever your communications are, work on uh, gearing them up, uh, changing them, uh, just, you know, doing things in your communication that are new, that are uh, pizzazz, you know? It, it, and I say these things a, a lot of times, and I want to make sure that I'm clear that all of this is not to um, entertain parents more. It's not to be a better ministry or to be a better, um, you know, send the best uh, info or have the best resources, right? Our goal is to allow parents to connect with their students as best as possible so that they can bring the gospel of Jesus into their home and change their lives, okay? So this is not about being the shiniest or the slickest or the most pizzazz or the most whatever, which I did just say use some pizzazz, but you get my point. Um, it is for your parents to bring Jesus to the students, okay? So remember, this isn't about um, your ministry. It's about Jesus, okay? So think through your communications, how you can do that how you can better them, how can you uh, send a better email. Maybe your emails need a a better looking template, right? Maybe you need to find somebody who can design a good email template. And all you have to do is just plug in what you're saying in a more organized and neat fashion. Uh, maybe you need a group text for your parents, or maybe you need uh, a, a weekly recap video for them, something like that. Think through ways that you can oomph your communication. That's the best verb I can use for, or adjective? Best adjective. Oomph. Oomph your communication, okay? Number four, guys, is give them resources. This is another thing that I talked about. One of my pillars is have resources for your parents. Uh, but what I mean by this is have things that your parents can actively pull from uh, each week, right? I want, uh, one of my goals is weekly resources for my parents. I want my parents to be able to say, what did you learn? Here's a question. Here's one thing. One thing I really like to do with parents is have them tell stories, right? Uh, one of my favorite things I remember from being a kid is hearing a story from my parent uh, because then it's like, oh, you were a kid or you experienced these things too. That's really awesome. Uh, so one of the, for example, this week we talked about um, uh, the Tower of Babel and we talked about how even though the people rebelled, God's plan still succeeded, right? God told the people to uh, spread out and they didn't. They all joined together and created the Tower of Babel. And so even though they tried to rebel against him, uh, you know, God ultimately spread them out, uh, diverse their language and whatnot. But sorry, this is a Tower of Babel time. Um, but the point was that God's plan still succeeds even when we try to change it. And so I asked parents to tell a story about a time that God had a plan in their lives that was different than their own. Right, so that the parents can say, oh, yeah, I remember in college when I tried to major in this, but I really needed to major in this. Right, And they talk with their kids about that, and it creates a great relation. So um, give them resources and questions to ask, but also give them um, books, podcasts, things like that. Um, I've talked about it before, but I have a large running resource list of things that a parent could potentially run in with their students. It's something that I'm continuing to work on and build and grow. Um, but I have topics like, what if my student has uh, is talking about depression? What if my student is asking about money? What if my student is experiencing a death to somebody that they're close to, right? 
and I have a a list, a full list, so that if a parent ever comes to me, I can instantly send them a link to a book, a podcast, and an article, and have them say, here is this, go through that, and see if any of that helps, right? I never want to be like, let me get back to you. I want to be right there and have resources, right? Have things for them to do. Have seminars, have classes, have teachings, right? That's something that COVID has really knocked off for our church, but it's something that I'm hoping to pick back up in 2022. So we had um, classes on how to walk through internet safety with our kids and, and things like that. And so give them resources, okay? Figure out what you can do to supply and prepare your preteen parents, okay? Number five, guys, is give them things to do with the family, okay? So this is kind of going back to resources, um, but give them specific things to do with their families. And and what I mean by this um, is really give them uh, events and activities to do. So um, anytime there's a holiday or, you know, like a, like fall break that just happened, I try and do something for parents that they can have resources throughout the week. Usually we won't have our midweek meetings or anything like that. So I give them resources, things that they can do, discuss with their kids, but also fun resources, things they can do for fun. Um, I've sent out lists of parks and things that they can do. I've sent out activities and crafts and um, baking devotionals, whatever it is. Uh, I've sent them a ton of stuff to do and so give them things to do Uh, give them events family events something in 2022 that i want to start doing is having a monthly event um, where families can come together and this can vary from a really big easter event that we draw in thousands of families or thousands of people hundreds of families and we draw them all in and that's our big event that happens in april for Easter, or it could be something as simple as a s'mores and movie night or whatever, but I want these week or monthly events so that parents can have somewhere that is safe um, and gospel-centered for them to bring their family, right? So give them things to do with their family. Provide resources and events and activities to do with the family. Number six, guys, if we want to partner with our parents is to talk to them about their students, okay? One of the things that I take away a lot, uh, or I think about a lot, is when I was working uh, for this, I was working for a preschool before I started full-time here, um, and I was an after-school teacher, right? I just I just basically watched these kids and make sure they were good, and one day, one kid was super sweet to another one. He shared something that he had out of his home volition, <laughs> and this kid, let me say, was a terror, right? He was a, um, he was one of the worst kids in the class. He, I could go on rants, right? But he was super sweet and super caring that day. And so I was walking and I was leaving that day, right? As his mom was picking up. So I was walking with her and talking. And I just told her um, about how sweet he was, how kind he was, and what he did. Um, and she was like, wow, thank you. All I generally hear about my kid is, you know, what they're doing wrong. And so it's really nice to hear that he did something good. And I was like, wow. And, and so applying that into ministry now, what can we tell our parents about our students? And so now I make it a goal every time a student does something cool or big or exciting that I tell a parent about it. And, and I've, I've talked about this before. And, and sometimes they'll be like, cool. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, that is so awesome, right? And so don't be discouraged if they're not like super into it. Um, but just letting the parents know what their kids do and the way that they are showing Christ can make a big impact on them. And, and it can show 
to some of the ways that the parents can, um, you know, it, it can start a conversation like, hey, I heard what you did in church today, and it, and it can help parents continue to grow their students. And so talk to them about their students, what they're doing, what they're growing in, and how they are interacting within the classroom, okay? Uh, number seven, guys, is meet with parents, okay? This is one of my biggest struggles, okay? I don't like meeting with parents. I've talked about this before. They scare me, okay? Um, but meet with them. Sit down have coffee, talk to them, how are they doing, what do they need, um, meet with them, have coffee, and and, and this kind of goes back to asking parents what they need and pursuing committed parents, but meet with them, and going into number eight, support them, okay, uh, so meet with your parents, and then support your parents, give them, um, you know, adv advice where they need advice, give them uh, comfort where they need comfort. And guys, number nine is encourage them. And so supporting and encouraging them kind of go hand in hand. Um, so support your parents. Uh, and, and supporting parents can play in either like a supportive role as somebody who's, you know, encouraging and uplifting parents, but it also can play in a parent who needs support, right? A single mom who's got three kids or um, a family that just went through the death of a grandparent, right? Support them. Show up in a kid's life, right? Be there at a kid's band concert. Be there when a kid is playing their 10U soccer game, right? It, whatever it is, be there for your kids and your families, okay? Support them and encourage them. Help them um, see the good that they are doing along with um, the the role that they're playing in their students' faith, right? We want to uh, not leave them thinking that what they're doing is a waste of time. We want them to feel supported. We want them to feel um, connected. We want them to feel encouraged, okay? And so we are walking by these parents, and I'll say it again and again, we are not in the business of just preteen ministry. We are in the business of preteen family ministry, okay? And so we are walking beside these parents who are struggling just as much as these preteens, right? Right? Like, it's it's so easy, especially for me, who's like 22, right? Um, just married, don't have any kids, to think, oh gosh, these parents have it all together. But the reality is, just like I don't have it all together, and just like people I know don't have it all together, neither do these parents. And so we can put on a face, and we can be bold and walk through life, right? But the reality is, we all need support, and we all need encouragement, okay? And sometimes these parents really may be struggling. And so it is our roles to partner with parents and support and encourage them. And so that's number eight and nine. And number 10, guys, is celebrate them. Celebrate your parents. This is um, something that, like, honestly, while creating this, this episode, I was thinking about, and it's something that I really want to implement into 2022 for me, is a parent celebration. Um, one thing we do every year to kind of support and celebrate parents is we have a parents' night out for Christmas, right? We'll have a big Christmas party for all the kids. Um, tell the parents, hey, like five bucks for your kids. We'll feed them dinner. We'll do crafts. We'll do activities. You go buy presents or you go have a date night or whatever you need. And so that is one way we celebrate our parents. But I really do want to think of a way that I can um, celebrate parents, okay? Applaud them for what they do because the reality is parenting is a full-time job. Parenting is a task that is never easy, that is extremely difficult. It is taxing emotionally and physically and mentally. It is a challenge. 
um, and one that I never ever will um, underestimate. Uh, I understand. I grew up in a family of seven, and I know what my mom and dad went through, and the things that they uh, sacrificed for us, um, the things they did for us. And so, I never want to downplay what a parent does. In fact, I want to celebrate that. And so, um, point number ten, guys, I just want to encourage you to find a way to celebrate your parents, and and this can be on a big scale or a small scale. It can be a small card um, with a little gift in it. Um, it can be a handwritten note, or it can be a full event, a parent appreciation dinner or whatever. But this year, guys, I want to encourage you to find a way to celebrate your parents, to give them something to um, to really just show that you acknowledge them. Okay, so we're going to run through these 10 one more time before we sign out for the day. But number one, guys, some practical tips to parenting or partnering with parents is ask parents what they need ask them what they need just hey what can i do for you okay number two identify the parents that are committed and pursue after them and allow them to help you in pursuing other parents number three stick through your communication and create a communication that is um helpful and uh applicable and useful for your parents okay number four is give them resources give them things that they can learn from and grow from as well as resources for things that they're walking through with their students then. Number five um, is give them things to do with their family, give them events and activities, especially when they'll need them during breaks and during you know, Christmas and whatever. Give them stuff to do with their families. Number six is talk to them about their students, right? Give them praise and give them advice and give them things that they can walk through, not unsolicited, but give them things that their students need um, and show them the things that their students are doing and growing in, right? Number seven is meet with them. Number eight is support them. Number nine is encourage them. And number 10 is celebrate them. So guys, I just want to encourage you. Walking through parents is, uh, it can be a lot. It can be intimidating. It can be uh, scary. It can be difficult. It can be time um, use, using, time, time, time using. Yeah, it, it can be a lot. But through it all, guys, I want to encourage you to Really think about ways that you can partner with these parents, that you can um, grow your family ministry, and that you can support and love these parents through all of that. So with that, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you are having a wonderful day. You have a great rest of the day. I will see you guys Monday for our nugget and then next Thursday for our full episode. Peace.